Welcome to the Great Commission Team. This is a podcast aimed at teenagers at Christ Community Church. You know, just because you're a teenager doesn't mean you can't make a contribution to the Great Commission. What we want to do is give you a tool belt full of spiritual tools, but we also want you to build something great. Anyways, I'm your host, David Heinrichs, and I can't wait to begin our conversation today. I'm joined with Hannah Surratt and Sam Holdsworth. Yes, yes. That's right. Hannah, tell us about yourself and what you do at the church. My name is Hannah Surratt. I work here at Christ Community. I'm a ministry apprentice, and I work with college and middle school and high school students. Oh, that is so awesome. I'm so glad for that. That's it's great. Uh, <clears throat> very well-deserved applause there. Sam, what do you do for the church? Well, I am actually not an intern. Notice he didn't say I'm Sam Holdsworth. I never said I was an intern. Map intern anyways okay so you're a what so i am a man of multi-titles i am the tutoring coordinator for middle school Mm -hmm. and i help in the youth ministry both middle and high both middle school and high. okay and hannah what did you do before you were a map here at the church i used to be an intern in children's ministry yeah children's ministry yeah but then you grew up yeah yeah Okay. All right. Today we're going to be talking about the very important issue that lots of teenagers grapple with, especially towards the end of their seven years as a teenager, eight years, I guess, uh, and into college. And that is vocation, vocation. So vocation, uh, I want you guys to tell me what you think vocation actually means, the word. Define it for me. Your job. Good, your job. Let's let's move on. No, that's not your career. Complete. That's that's good. Okay. Better, better. Any other thoughts from uh, Mr. Holdsworth? Yeah, I would think of a vocation as a career that's more of a a permanent kind of a calling. This is where you are, where you affect the world. Is your vocation? So, working at sixteen at Chick Fil A could be a junk job that you get insurance and gas money and all this stuff, like little things you buy at the store. It's not that big of a deal, but. A vocation is a bigger, bigger mm-hmm. job than that. Yeah, I would think of it more as a what your goal for your the rest of your working life to be. Uh, great try, both of you. Really uh, honest try. Good Sam's try. Sam's answer was better, but no, but mine's going to be biblical. Oh, or even maybe just etymological, if you even know what that means. What about bugs? Yeah, no, no, not, You're not entomological. Sam. Okay, so etymo- etymology. All right, so what this is is vocation <laughs> is the same as a vocalization. Like God is giving you a calling, a vocalization to, for you uh, to carry out in your life. That's God's will for your career, his, his calling to you. And it could be a career that pays. It could be you're a dad or a mom or something else. So your vocation includes all those things. So, okay, so we're talking about vocation, and you guys are pretty young. How, how old are you, Anna? I'm 22, but two weeks from yesterday, I'll be 23. Two weeks from yesterday. Yeah, what that's are you going to... That's have too you, many numbers. I'm have like, you ordered okay, my present yet? That's 13 days. Are you still thinking plus, about it? What is it? 11? 13 so, days from now? February yeah, 24th. February 24th. The big two, three. How about you? I am actually 23. Oh, wow. wow. I am twice Whatever. your age, <laughs> plus three years. So I'm actually a, a, a little dead. different... <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> different stage, age and stage, um, gray hair and all. Uh, so I'll be answering these questions a little bit differently than you, but... Um, but first question, okay, so in your early years, elementary school, middle school, high school, what was your dream job? And we'll start with the male because we know men go first. Superior. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I would say <laughs> from the beginning, it actually has been being a doctor. 
And so I'm talking third grade. I'm talking third grade as well. So third grade, but that was because my dad was a doctor. So it was, I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I also thought because he was a doctor in the air force and he used to wear camo that he was the kind of doctor that jumped out of a plane with a parachute on to save people. And I got scared every time he went to work. True story. Wow. Really? And so that's no, I didn't want to be that kind of doctor. I don't think because I don't think any fifth grader, sorry, five-year-old wants to be in the military. But I did think from a young age I wanted to be a doctor, although in high school I had a few weeks where I wanted to be a weatherman. <laughs> Why a weatherman? A meteorologist. I really, I really like the weather. And if you ask me pretty much at any point currently still where the, what the weather is in like 20 different locations, I could probably tell you because I, I follow it regularly and I think mm. it's cool. Sam also knows a lot of stats about weather changes. and He just like rattles oh, them yeah. off sometimes. That was a pretty cool. That does uh, make sense. It's, 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 it, I was told it's possible that it's going to rain today, is it? Um, you know, there's actually a 63% chance that at 5 o'clock it will rain on 20%. I'm going to Google that right now. <laughs> I think you just made that up. I just know it. I just know it. So weatherman, a doctor to a weatherman. Okay, well, what about you, Hannah? I just really thought I was going to be an actress slash model slash singer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that clearly worked out for me very mm. well, yeah. So you really wanted to be in show business. Oh, yeah, I really, I really truly thought I was going to be an actress. Do you guys remember Brenda's song? She was like... No. From The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. She played London Tipton. Okay, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. wanted to be Brenda's song so bad. Wow, can you sing? No, no, I can't. It's who Could we are. Come on, go ahead. You're a good, good father. Father's who we are. Yeah. <laughs> you would definitely make it. I think I could have. So is your whole life just a big fraud, a fake, and you just want to act? Is that Yeah, like I've actually been acting act? the whole time. I don't like any of you guys. <laughs> oh, so you were acting like you <laughs> did like us. Yeah, I was that just pretending. She didn't do a good That didn't convey. <laughs> I am. Yeah, and my, my whole life, my parents always said, you would be a terrible teacher. You're too bossy, which is funny. Cause which I'm, is exactly I'm, what a teacher does. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. But then they thought it was hilarious when I majored in elementary ed. Okay, but did you do the flip to a weatherman in high school? No, I kind of decided I wanted to be a teacher and do ed in high school. I don't know what I was thinking in middle school. I think I was always like, a doctor or a teacher. I'll be mm. really rich or really poor. I yeah. just couldn't decide which of those rich two. Rich and busy. <laughs> And probably miserable or poor and happy. That's yeah. how I describe doctor and teacher. Yeah. Is that accurate? I'm not one, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Neither of us are either of those things. So okay. Hard to say. <laughs> well, I've only been one of them, so I have a bias towards teaching. But all right. <clears throat> For me, triple threat all day long. Triple Singing. Basketball. Dancing. Acting. I was not I was not wow. an athlete. I was a nerd. We could have had a TV show together. Geek. Yeah. But yeah. I probably would have been the star. Dave and Han. Because I, I can sing and act, and act and dance. I can act. And model. That was one of, I can do that. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I want to test that acting ability right now. Okay. Is it going to rain this afternoon? No, actually it's not. It's going to be really nice. It's going to be really sunny. I'm actually going to the beach to tan today. <laughs> okay, you laughed. You didn't look at me until the last <laughs> sentence, so I know you're not telling oh, the yeah. truth. No, I, I can't Radio make eye contact only. when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Radio only. Okay. All right. Um, you have to believe me. She was not looking at me. Judgment. All right. So let's talk about um, how th then you got to college. So doctor, weatherman, then what? In college. You had to pick a major. Yeah. I remember senior year of high school realizing that I had to pick a major soon. At least I thought so. 
And so I pulled up the list of majors for the schools that I'd applied to, and I was just reading through them, mm-hmm. and all of them seemed like things I were I was not interested in. Um, and so I was reading through it, so I just had to reflect on what did I like the most about high school. And I knew medicine was what I was thinking towards. So I remember biology being a subject I liked, and I know it's a really common major for pre-med students, so I thought that would be a good place to start. Mm. Did you struggle in biology? Did you hate it? No, um, I had to work harder in that class than others, but it, I think it's one of those, college at least is one of those things where it's like, if you just put the time in, it's not terrible, mm. but it's not as fun as a history of jazz class. Or being a communications major. Communication, singular. Or whatever. I don't think don't they do much. Yourself. I don't think they do much all day. I think they have to, to talk a lot. Okay. Communicate. But it's not like anatomy and chemistry or or chemistry or whatever organic yeah Yeah, that one that's a hard one all right so you didn't really second guess yourself I mean not ever in a major way I think I I mean even to this to the like the end of college I would still think like hmm is this exactly what I want to do did anybody in your life say hey biology is not for you shouldn't do it no no one did say that um you don't remember the conversation we had okay no I don't either okay (laughs) just kidding I, I just that's an actor right there that one right Whatever. there. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so elementary ed, that's when you you, you went to college said, no. I'm well, I didn't start as an ed major. I want, so I wanted to be a teacher. And I remember I had this teacher in high school who was like, coming to work every day just feels like going to hang out with my friends and talk about mm-hmm. books. And I was like, that's cool. I wanted to be an ed major, but my parents said no because they didn't want me to be poor. So That's true. They don't yeah. want to support you. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. Well, yeah, I don't know. So I actually started as a bio major. And then uh, <laughs> it didn't work out wow. for me. Yeah, I I was like, I always made all A's in, like, in high school. And then I got to college and I made a D in bio. And so it was mm. like very clear that that was not for me. How'd the conversation go with mom and dad? Hey, I'm, I'm going to yeah, do this Yeah, they were thing. not happy. Yeah, because I... But eventually they were happy? Yeah, they eventually got on board, but they definitely were not happy. I want. I always knew I wanted to do ed, though. And so then I just kind of got to a point where I was like, sorry, mom and dad, this is what I'm going to do. It was very obvious that bio was not for me. I hated it, and I was not good at it. And I hated wow. it in high school. I don't know why I thought it would work out for me. So, Hannah, what what should we do now? I'm at a loss. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm trying to see if you're bossy. Oh, I think I am. <laughs> yeah. you going to tell me what to do now? Yeah. You kind of do tell me what to do here in the office. Yeah. Look, I want you to take that package to the UPS store after this. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not your errand boy. All right, so you want to, you, elementary ed and bio, that's what you did, yep. um, uh, where you were right now. So, Sam, you're n- not a doctor. You, you've been no. out of college for a while. Um, Ten months, no. So why aren't months. you a doctor yet? I would have been a doctor in eight months. Well, I am <laughs> currently interviewing to go to medical school. Um, I got married 11 months ago, almost 12 now. And so Haley and I wanted to have at least a year where we didn't go straight to medical school. So we took what they call a gap year. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, when you say Haley and me, really just me and Haley was like, come on. No, I think we both agreed. We just wanted time to be married and not in medical school first. And so I've been applying this whole year and I'm in what they call the interview season. Um, and I might find out in the next four months if I'm going to medical school or not. Okay, uh, so still medical school. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, I would say even the past the past two years, medical school has been the plan. But I'm also not trying to live a my putting my head down. This is what I'm doing no matter what life. And so, um, I think this year has been especially helpful for me to even think about what would be alternative options. Um, because even having finished college, I wouldn't say that I still have myself completely figured out and what I would want to do. Mm-hmm. Could be a weatherman. It could be. You know, there's too much math in weather. I mean, biology, weather, same thing, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, not really. (laughs) Um, There is a certain wind that comes from... uh, No, never mind. Sorry, (laughs) moving on. Jet stream. Jet stream. Uh, (laughs) All right, so Hannah, now uh, you graduated from college like 10 months ago, I think. Same same time frame? 10 months ago. In May. How's it going as a teacher? I am not that. Yeah, I didn't do that. Okay, so what happened? (laughs) Well, I... I loved majoring in elementary ed, started working here at Christ Community as the children's ministry intern because I thought that would be a really good way to make connections build to get a resume. job. Yeah, yes. build the resume. So Sharon Radford used to be a teacher, so it's like, great, she knows teachers. Yeah. That was it would smart, be great. network and a resume, yeah. it's good. Yeah. yeah, so I really enjoyed that, and I loved my major. I loved the student teaching aspect, all of that was never I never doubted it until my senior year and then I just wanted to spend all of my time here at Christ Community and doing stuff with RUF and so really started feeling like maybe ministry was what I wanted to do that was a really really hard choice because I had put kind of all my eggs in one basket with teaching and felt just really like confused when I started doubting that and then it was really hard because I kind of made the decision to lean more toward ministry, but still had to finish out my senior year student teaching knowing I wasn't going to do that and watch all of my friends be really excited and love it and kind of feel myself start to love it less. And it was really hard to not compare myself Mm. to them and to just like finish strong knowing I wasn't going to do that. So you went from $500,000 a year as a doctor, because that's what (laughs) doctors make, by the way. Entry-level doctors. I already know where this is going. Yeah, it's $36,000. <laughs> and now ministry, it could be less than a teacher salary. I make two pennies a year here. So, <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah, that is, a, that is a big change. <laughs> All right, so that's kind of where you guys are now. The question is, um, like, how do you guys make this decision? Like, when you think about this big calling that you have, do you just go to the closet, turn out the light, hear God's mm-hmm. voice, the vocation, the vo- vocalization of God, and then go for it? Or how does that decision come to you? What voices do you listen to? What voices do you n- not listen to? Yeah, I think when I first started kind of feeling that like internal pull toward ministry rather than teaching, I talked to a lot of people that I really trusted. So I had a lot of conversations with Sharon, a lot of conversations with Sam Kennedy. I even talked to Kelly um, Spatel about it. And they were all kind of saying different things. So that was hard too. But it was really good to hear about, hear from Kelly, kind of how she made the decision to go into ministry after having already majored in something else and finished that out. And so I really heard a lot of myself in her story, so that was helpful. But then me and you talked about this earlier today. As I was kind of going through that process, finding a ministry job, I felt like things really just kept coming into place for me and all of these like 
things were working together for this job to be very obvious to me what I should choose. And it was clear that I wasn't like manipulating the situation or making those things happen or forcing my way into something. It was very clear that this was what the Lord was making available to me. So you were definitely hearing God through people and then just on your own. Yeah. I spent a lot of, I mean, a lot of time in prayer, a lot of time journaling, a lot of time doubting and questioning and wondering, like wondering what I was good at, how I was supposed to use those gifts. But I would say ultimately the Lord really used mentors in my life and just kept opening doors for this to be where I ended up. I think that's a good point. You, you do need to see yourself, and I don't think you can see yourself by yourself. You have mm-hmm. to have other people tell you, this is what you're good at. These are your gifts. You know, this is what we've seen you doing here in college. Um, so that's that's helpful to see yourself. Yeah, but then it's hard because, well, like Sharon saw a lot of, like great teacher qualities in me because she was a teacher. Right. And then Sam Kennedy saw a lot of great ministry. So it was hard when, when different mentors were giving different advice and that was kind of. Yeah. That's the problem with a lot of people who pick their major at college. They talk to professors yeah. and they want to just be a professor. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, that they just listen to and people advocate what they're doing as probably the best idea for you. And so sometimes that comes off as a, as a bias that's hard to manage. Hard to decipher and filter through. Um, so, so that's good. So you you saw yourself, you were able to hear other people talk about just in general how the job description like that is. Um, so what about you, Sam? How, how does that come to you? How do, how do you flesh out this idea of, do I want to be in ministry? Do I want to be a doctor? Do I want to be something else? I mean, there's a little bit of that rescue or outdoorsman kind of thing going on. Like you could be a a park ranger or <laughs> ski yeah. slope. Professional Boy Scout. Isn't that dream job? Oh, gosh. Not the Boy Scout. Can I get a womp? The womp. Boy no. Scout. <laughs> the out, outdoor <laughs> things, that, that would be pretty sweet. But I would say, I mean, thinking about where do I see myself in a career, a lot of similar things to what Hannah said, but I think a lot of my year has been spent in really two avenues. One, talking to people that know me, um, and some of those people have offered, come to me and offered advice without me seeking them out. And some of those people I've just been asking. Um, and like Hannah said, hearing what people think about the qualities that I have, how that lines up into different professions. But also I would say it's been prayer, but not the kind of prayer for me where it's just been, God, what should I do? And I'm just sitting and thinking and trying to, like the first thing that comes in my head, boom, that's what it is. But trying to just pray month after month of asking for discernment and direction from God for the future and not trying to demand that answer right away, which is something I think I did a lot in college and in high school. I think that when I'm praying and I need an answer from God, it's okay, God, tell me now. Okay, I just heard that. Is that me or is that God? Mm-hmm. That that thing. <laughs> um, but really just because that can be so tricky, it's been, okay, God, please help me figure out what I should do next and please give me the discernment for that over time. Because I think that having it stretched out in a period of time where it's not just like, all right, God, one night, I need to think about it, can, I think, provide greater insight to where is the Lord actually calling you. Mm-hmm. I'll say something on the other side, because now I'm 49 and I've had three careers. Um, worked here at Christ Community 15, was a teacher for six, and then a teacher before that, the college level for uh, however long that was. So, um and and in terms of marriage, the same thing. You you prep for this huge decision, 
But at the same time, just go ahead and jump into something. And if God doesn't want you there, he's going to pull you out, right? He, he moves, he, he, he steers a, a moving car. You, you can't steer a car that's just staying still. You gotta, he steers a moving car. So just go ahead and start moving and he'll move you left or right. And you can be flexible and you can have three careers. Now as a doctor, you, That's different. you That's put a lot of money into it. I really think that, correct me if someone out there is, if I'm wrong, but I really think that there is no career like medicine right. that is more uh, once you're in it, you're in it. Because obviously you could fail out of med school, but if you get through the process, it's a it's a 10 year process to really yeah. be established in And working. hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so you don't yeah. really just kind of bail on it. And so that's why it's, okay, I really got to know if I'm buying this one-way ticket to this place or not, because mm-hmm. it's not as easy to come out of as it would be, you know, teaching or something. That, that sounds stressful to me. A little stressful. All right. So um, Sam is a little stressed about that, but he's trying to hear God's voice, hear hear the voice of God in his 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 decision and his vocation. Um, you were stressed and anxious at some point. Yeah. Totally. At multiple points. Yeah, yeah. different. So you had to. You were RUF. You know, material. You were you were going to go in that direction. You had written all your sport letters. You told everybody, "I'm going to go." You were you assigned to a campus. Mm-hmm. So it was done. It was a done deal. Yeah. And I was, then record scratch. Nope. New change. Yeah. Well, first the decision between ministry and teaching was hard because as much as my parents didn't want me to be a teacher, I got them on board with that and they didn't want me to do ministry even less than that. So that was hard. Hmm. And just making that decision. And like, I felt kind of like I had to like keep it a secret like from my professors and stuff because everything is like prepping you to get a teaching job. And so that was weird. So that was stressful. And then decided to go into ministry, applied for the RUF internship, got it, got placed at NC state, had a roommate in Raleigh, was supposed to start training for that job like two days before I decided to take this job. So that was really stressful. I had already sent out like 200 support raising letters for that. So yeah, I had to call RUF and and quit and that was really hard. I had to call people that I really respected, um, like my RUF campus ministers, and tell them I had I was backing out of a commitment. I had to call the RUF campus minister at NC State and the roommate I had chosen. That was hard. I had to send out 200 letters that essentially said, just kidding. Felt like you were letting the world down. Yeah, that was so embarrassing. Uh, Sweating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it was necessary. This is definitely, you you thought this was what the Lord was leading you to. Yeah, I think we were talking about this earlier, but those two days were definitely the hardest two days I've experienced in my 22 years of life. Just I felt like I was letting everyone I cared about down I felt like I was like it it wasn't like this but it felt like I was deciding between like the two most important informative things in my life RUF and Christ community were both so formative in my relationship with the Lord and so it, it really felt like I was choosing between them and choosing between mentors and people I really cared about and it wasn't it wasn't really like that but it felt very heavy and I I did know that I actually was letting a lot of people down I'd even already met with like students at NC State. They um, like announced that you're going to be the intern and then everyone texts you and says like we're excited. So I'd already talked to like 100 students there that had texted me and FaceTimed with some of them. So that was just 
awkward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it just felt really heavy, and it was really, really hard. Um, And it was hard because I couldn't really talk to anyone about it because I wanted to go about everything the right way as far as, like, letting RUF know um, what I was doing before, like, talking to my friends and, and people. So that was really hard. I felt very, like, alone in that outside of having like mentors at Christ community and with RUF, but. And now you're at Christ community. Yeah. It, it's not, I mean, you, the map is not a sure thing that you're going to get hired after that year. So even there's some stress there. Right. To say, well, that was a good year, but now what? Tail between your legs, go back to RUF, mm-hmm. be a teacher, find another church to work for. Fortunately, uh, we are going to hire you. So that's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> so, yeah. um, at least, you're, at least you're acting like a Christian. That's good. <laughs> you act like a I told, good, I told you I was a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. If it's only real. you could sing. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think that that was so hard. Like I said, such a hard week for me and so many hard conversations. But it was just very obvious that the Lord like kept opening doors for me to walk through and like I said before it just felt like I'm not orchestrating this or forcing this to happen there are like consequences of what's happening that I'm having to to do work to respond to but it just felt very like out of my hands in some ways and then ever since taking the job here at Christ Community you know fundraising and housing and and getting hired for next year things have just really seemed to come together that reassured me that I made the right choice. And then mm-hmm. as far as teaching, I mean, I don't ever think about that. Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate? <laughs> yeah. Question. Cause I think probably some of the students listening to this have had this same thought. And it's something I think about is how do you know, and just either of you could answer this. How do you know when God is opening doors for you in an unexpected way, or it's just, a a good option but not the best option that came up and it's a distraction that you need to get past in order to achieve what your actual goal is because sometimes god opens up doors like this for hannah where it's you know what this is actually where i should go i think this is where god's calling me but i think also sometimes you're going to be faced with distractions that are hey this is a good thing you could do but it's not ultimately where you're where you're headed so how how would we think about how do you choose between those you know, it's funny that you say that because I, th- I think of um, you two in very different spots and Hannah has more going, like uh, more confidence in her career choice than you do. So right now you, you don't know if you got into med school, you're kind of up in the air, mm-hmm. but you're married and she's not. So she's got that big question of who am I going to marry? You know, that that's big. So you're, you're both in, in like this semi-planted, but still things are up in the air. And I think that's just all of our lives, it, it you know, I, I think we really have to answer that question well, is, is there's always going to be sh- changing and shifting and moving left and right. Do I go up and down? And, and even some of the, the decisions I make and how I raise my kids or what, even big purchases, like what, what kind of house am I going to buy? Um, you, you have to be able to hear God's voice and all that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's the people of God, word of God, spirit of God combining together. You make your best guess and you move forward with some confirmation from those three sources. And then God, God will direct you. Like I was headstrong going into mission at being a missionary. Everyone was telling me, yes. Um, the Bible obviously said, go be a missionary. I was like, yeah, I'm obeying the Bible. Uh, I felt passion for it. So I was moving forward. I felt like the spirit was moving me and it was a no. And so 
I think you you can't make a decision that thwarts or changes God's will for you. It's mm-hmm. gonna happen. So don't I don't want you to feel like you know these big decisions. You're gonna make a, a decision that's gonna carry you all the way for the rest of your life. God'll God'll make whatever happen. Um, and there are some doctors who you know changed roles and became pastors. It's true. So there, there's not very many, but Martin Lloyd Lloyd Jones. He's a very good example of that. Um, so that would be my answer to that question. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think I just have to remind myself a lot. This is kind of like just one of those cliche sayings, but just have to remind myself a lot. Like the will of God is not what you do, but who you are. And he's already told us who we are to be mm-hmm. in his word. And so just trying to be faithful to that the best that you can in your decisions. And like, it's not like RUF or Christ community. I mean, they're both ministry roles serving people. So it's not like either of those was clearly like, this is the wrong choice. Those both would have been great things that I would have been able to serve and love others well through. And so, yeah, I think like what David was saying earlier about the moving car, you just make a choice and keep going. And if that's not where God has you or what he wants for you, he's going to make that very clear and close the door. And even with teaching, it's not like that was like a bad, that would have been a bad decision or I wouldn't have been in God's will by doing that. But he made it very clear through my desires and, and kind of just my excitement level um, that that wasn't for me anymore. And I could see that. Yeah. I think you got to be first and then the do takes care of itself as you follow God. So, all right, that is the end of our podcast. Thank you guys for coming. I'm going to play the music and we're going to roll out of here. Thanks for joining us. Please subscribe. I guess you can subscribe. You can like it or do, do whatever you want. If it was helpful to you, share it with a friend. We'll see you next time when we come back for the Great Commission Team Podcast.